You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode eight of Heart Centered Service. In this episode, we're interviewing purpose coach, Sheila Joy. Sheila helps creatives transform their true potential into a thriving, soul-aligned business. And I've watched the different ways that Sheila has pivoted her personal brand over the last two years, which I'm sure we'll talk about in this episode. Um, but over the last few months, Sheila's pivoted her business as a result of this evolution and her true desire to help people in a bigger way. And it's really amazing to watch because every time Sheila pivots, I think she also opens her heart more. And and you see more of her true self, kind of like she's showcasing these different layers of her personality. And when I asked Fran about inviting guests onto the podcast, Sheila was the first person that Fran suggested. I think because we all feel stuck at times or all the time or whatever, and it's confusing AF to know how to move forward in your business um, when you feel like you're not really in line with your true calling. Yeah, totally. And I met Sheila when she was in the middle of her most recent pivot. Krista actually introduced us. Um, we spoke over video chat. And one of the things that immediately struck me about Sheila is how in touch she seems with her intuition as she was building this new chapter of her business. And um, the result has been so amazing. It's really been cool to watch her relaunch and that stuff. Her website looks incredible. Um, and I can tell the work that she's doing is really in line with her calling. And I really admired the blog post she wrote. Um, we'll link it in the show notes uh, where she got really vulnerable at the reasons that she pivoted her business. Um, and as entrepreneurs, we have to acknowledge that we're constantly growing and changing and evolving as people. So our businesses have to grow and change with us. And that means that we have to pivot probably a few times, like over the years or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to welcome Sheila Joy to Heart Centered Service. Welcome, Sheila. Oh my God. Hi guys. So just first of all, that was just a beautiful intro and I might just like want to cry. I like read it earlier and I was just like, this is beautiful. Oh my God. But no, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. Um, and we'd love to start by learning a little bit more about you, your business and your background and the different um, pivots and chapters you've experienced. So just like, yeah. tell us all yeah. about it. Oh my. So it's just free reign to kind of just like... <laughs> Let's oh yeah. <laughs> right? So this is always fun. Yeah. So let's just, I guess, start from the beginning. And I was like thinking like my whole life has just been a, a pivot. And I think that's just the human experience. It's a pivot. And just if we can embrace that everything's going to change and allow things to change, that that's part of why we're here. So I don't even like, okay, let's start like, well, I always say I started out with like fashion blogging, but like before that I was like always online, like I was on live journal and Zanga and you know, that scene in like high school. And then that kind of evolved into like a photography blog. I was in school for photography and I had a Tumblr and I just shared photos. And then that kind of evolved into like fashion blogging because I always loved clothes and I loved taking self portraits. And then I discovered like Lookbook and Chictopia and stuff like that where you could just showcase your outfits uh, on like a plat social media platform essentially. Um, and then that kind of, I created my first blog on Blogger 
Um, and my blog was splitneedles.blogspot.com, and it's named after a Shin song, which made absolutely no sense, but I could never figure out like a new name for it, so I just kept it. Um, and then I created In Search of Sheila a few years ago, I think 2016. Um, so that actually was a very long process with me and my friend like figuring out names, and that just fit, and it flowed with me through my fashion blog. And then I kind of started doing more lifestyle stuff. And then I was starting to share like personal development and more like mindset mindfulness. I started my own journey with meditation and yoga. And I was trying to contribute more of that into my blog. And then it was just like super like all over the place, lifestyle, fashion stuff. And then the, the first major pivot, I guess, was two years ago, actually, like literally two years ago, like, which is crazy. And it's like, I haven't told the story in a while, but I, <laughs> I just got tired with fashion blogging, but I also wanted to monetize my blog because I realized, wow, you can make money with your blog. Cause that was like, totally like, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, so I was like, Oh, okay. So then I started trying to make money with affiliate links and working with brands and sponsorships and growing my Instagram account and all that, you know, stuff that you do as a fashion and lifestyle blogger. Um, and then I just like got to a point where I was burned out with all of that and realized that I hated affiliate. I hated putting affiliate links in my blog post. It was time consuming. I hated looking for like clothes. Um, and it also kind of, I also hated working, like trying to like work with brands. It just, I didn't, it wasn't fun. I didn't like it. Um, and I also felt like a, a, a clash with my personal like lifestyle and the path I was going down before, like growing up, I was very materialistic and really into, you know, clothes and like thrift shopping and just like buying, 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 buying things. I'm a, a Taurus and we're kind of known for being materialistic, but we just like the finer things in life. So that kind of was like my personality. I just liked having, I liked having things. And I got to a point where like there was, there was a lot of external reasons why I was trying to, you know, run my blog and I was trying to grow my followers. And it just turned me into a person that I, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't this person who was obsessed with getting, like, followers. And I was, like, defining my worth based on how fast my Instagram account was gro growing. And, and then I wasn't making any money with, with, like, affiliate marketing. And it just, like, blah. So that was, like, the first, like, aha moment of, oh, I can either just quit fashion blogging or I can do something else and I'm really glad I did something else um, because that led me into like blogging 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 about blogging basically um, and I was doing that for a while and I'm still kind of doing that um, that was two years ago when I was just like goodbye fashion blog hello blogging about blogging and then I was doing that for a while and then as my like business started to evolve and I learned more about being an entrepreneur I started implementing more um, business um, tips and strategies into the content I was sharing. Um, and then I was doing that for a good year and a half. Um, lost, launched a bunch of courses, workshops, created a group coaching program. Um, my signature, signature course was Blog to Biz Academy. And then I reached a point where I was burned out and actually hated all of that. And that kind of led me to my fresh new pivot of abandoning all of that but still not really abandoning all of that but just kind of like going on a new course towards what I'm doing now which is one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching which is purpose mindset and business coaching so I still have a lot of the business stuff in what I do and teach and help my clients with but 
it's also about making sure you're in alignment with your purpose and like what you're really here to do. Um, and a lot of mindset stuff as well. So I feel like that was really long, but that's kind of the, that's the journey. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love how there's that element of experimentation. Cause it seems like when you started out, like it was just like, Oh, I like, I enjoy these things and I'm just going to put this stuff out there. Um, and then as it started to grow and then you started to grow as a person, um, you were really like honoring yourself and your evolution and like taking it into whatever direction you felt. Was there ever a time when, um, like you were not honoring yourself and you like you dragged it along and down a path that it shouldn't have been on or were you always mm. kind of like really in tune with where you wanted it to go and yeah so I kind of touched on that in my my blog post that you mentioned earlier which everyone should go read it really just kind of eloquently like uh it's a really great blog post it, yeah <laughs> it, it, it tells like the story like in a way that I can't tell right now but um but anyway but yeah, yeah I feel like when I pivoted recently that was because I reached a point where I wasn't honoring like like my true self and I didn't even realize it I was like forcing myself to continue launching digital products and doing like blogging and business stuff and like I relaunched my signature course even though there was resistance there that I didn't even realize there was resistance because it's like I worked so hard on this. I, I I put so much time and energy into creating this course. I I postponed my launch because like clearly that should have been a sign, but I was just like I just have to relaunch it. Like, and I need to make money in my business. I think that's where it gets really tough as business owners. It's like we rely on this income coming in, and this is what we're good at, and what we're known for. Um, and I think that's why I just kept going and like forcing myself. Like then I didn't feel like I was forcing myself, even though like maybe I felt a lot of resistance, but looking back on it, I can definitely say that, like, yeah, so that, like, and I would have kept going until I, like, talked to my now coach, who, like, basically called me out on, like, not honoring, like, my intuition, and, like, I was really out of touch with, like, my heart, it was, like, a lot of, like, head, it's really in my head and my ego, like, the past six to nine months, um, so I think I would have figured it out eventually, but without, like, having, like, initial conversations with her, and she really was able to, like, pick out, like, is this, like, really, like, the path you should be going on, and just, like, I, like, little picking at it, and, like, really helped me get, like, down, and, like, ask myself these deep questions, and just really spend the time with myself, like, is this actually what I want to be doing? And then that really helped me make, make the decision of, okay, it's time to pivot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so much harder when money is involved. And it's really good to, that you had that outside perspective of that coach being like, because sometimes we really can't see it. If we're really stuck, it can be hard to actually notice that we're stuck. Yeah, and I really like how um, you talked about how um, your your worth was kind of like attached to like all of these different things like oh Instagram or like uh traffic or even making money from my blog and I don't know if it's uh it has to do with your heritage at all but I talked to a lot of Asian Americans who tie their like self-worth into like the the work and the results and there's it's just such a high it can be such a high pressure like family dynamic oh my God. Um, yeah. yeah so I thought it was really cool like today you posted on Instagram about um remembering to have fun and you're like scheduling having fun and this is I was just like I saw it I was like oh gee like I have to do the same thing and I, yeah. I think it really comes well for me it comes from like my Asian American heritage like yeah. <laughs> fun what <laughs> 
Yeah, totally. I, I, I was just at home visiting my parents and my mom, like, she like her version of fun is cleaning the house or like <laughs> doing the laundry you know and that's just the mentality of being like Asian culture it's just like I need to keep going I keep working and this my worth is defined by this and like all of this crazy stuff that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of creatives in this business too are just like multi-passionates and we want to do everything and be everything to everyone. So what do you have to say to someone who has like so many ideas of what to do, but then they feel paralyzed? Yeah. So I think like the first step is just to honor being paralyzed. I feel like we try to fight like whatever negative like emotions or situations we're in, but we're clearly like this is happening for a reason. And it's like, I look back on my life and it's like all of those terrible things that, you know, I wish didn't happen, like brought me to where I am now. So this paral, I don't know if paralyzation is a word, but this feeling of being paralyzed is helping, is helping you become aware of whatever like path you're meant to go down. So just kind of like honor <laughs> that um, and more practical tip of like, okay, I'm done honoring, like what next? I think just kind of like, following your calling which is like what i really felt called to do with like so much resistance in my my own like business and my personal life of like i should go down this path i should go down this path but like what what should i actually do um so it's like yes i i love photography i love fashion i love um personal development i love blogging it's like i love all these different things and i actually like had this crossroads two years ago when i like had my first pivot because i I was either going to start blogging about personal development and like mindfulness, or I was going to start about blogging. And at that point I chose blogging and that was just the path. And now as I look back, I'm like, Oh, you know, that really did happen for a reason because it led me down like, like, Whoa. Like, so that really brought me to where I am here today. And I'm actually now talking more about personal development, but I had to go through, you know, that year and a half of, you know, whatever I was doing to kind of actually talk about my true calling or whatever. Um, but like, inside shameless plug inside my discover your calling workbook there's questions in there to help i think would really help multi-passionates kind of figure out like their next step and to just honor the fact that you know whatever your next step is it, it doesn't have to be the next step forever and you can just keep going down these new steps but i think like one question that could really help you like if you really do feel stuck is that really helped me when during this last pivot is like, what legacy do you want to leave behind? And like, how do you want to be remembered like after you die <laughs> and like all of this grim stuff? But like, if you can answer, like answer that and then just figure out like what, which of all your passions will help you like start creating that legacy or accelerate that legacy creation, maybe, and that's kind of the path to go down. Maybe. I love that. Oh my gosh. So I love how you talked about honoring being paralyzed because that kind of emotion and like any other negative emotion we immediately fight it but as soon as you stop fighting that that's when you can actually learn from it like pain can be a really good teacher um, if you can learn how to sort of sit with it and not try to distract yourself not try to numb it um, actually like ask it what it what is it trying to what are, what are you trying to tell me um, and I love how you said that your next step doesn't have to be your forever step because like I don't think a forever step really exists in this yeah. lifetime, especially of like millennials where studies show that we millennials can have like, you know, five to seven different careers right. in their life, which is, that's really different from the previous generations. But I really think that's how a human life is meant to be lived. Um, so I love that. And, um, and also like, 
there's in the last thing you said too about uh, what legacy do you want to leave because you may have all these things that you're really interested in but then you have this one purpose that you really feel called to you have this mark that you want to leave in the world um, and that can really point you towards what you want to focus on yeah and I think you can like I think just figure out your calling and then figuring out how you can blend all of your passions into fulfilling that calling because it's like I have lots like I blend my photography and like my fashion like all of those things I love I blend it into like my marketing strategy and just my branding and just like all of those things and I feel like we get so stuck in like we need like we can only have one passion and that can be the only passion that we like build our business on but no you can you know <laughs> blend all of them but I think figuring out your calling will help you like integrate all of those passions that makes that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> I love, I love what you added about blending all of the, all of the mm. passions too. Cause like, um, I've always heard, or I've heard from somebody that like, you have like your purpose, you have like, your purpose is kind of like the impact that you have on people and your job is just the frame for that. Like you can really make that impact no matter what you're actually doing. Like you should do something that you enjoy. Right. But like anything that you do can have meaning. Totally. I was going to say, because there's like a difference between like what your purpose is and like what your mission or your calling is, because like your mission calling is how you fulfill your purpose. So I think that's that trips up a lot of people, too, that their purpose is like their job for the rest of their life or like I need to go to college and whatever. But no. <laughs> yeah, I really like the theme of like embracing the pivots that you're talking about, because it's so true. Like Fran was saying, too, like millennials, we love to pivot and I think it's just yeah it's something to embrace because everyone is going through it and it's it's actually quite liberating to not have to be stuck in something for the rest of your life amen so much yeah <laughs> and there's still a lot of stigma around change I think a lot of this might come from like older generations because they had a, they lived in a very different world than we did um so there's still a lot of fear around change especially when you run a business because there's money involved with the business. There needs to be some kind of consistency because we have to, you know, eat and stuff. Um, and I think a lot of people are afraid of being seen as unreliable if they change their business. So like, what would you say to somebody who's feeling that itch to make a change, but they fear what it's going to look like to their friends and family and to the people who already follow their business? Yeah, that was definitely something I've wrestled with over my many pivots. Um, and I think I've, it's prevented me from, you know, doing a lot of, like, even just small things of like sharing a, a, a story of, you know, a, an aspect of, of my life or like sharing parts of my nine to five. It's like, what will everybody think of this? But like, when you make a, you want to make a huge change in your business and like what you're known for and like what your services and products are, that's even like bigger. So there's a lot of like anxiety around that, which I totally understand. Um, so the way that I kind of like <laughs> made my way through that was just like basically anyone who is a true fan, like I think distinguishing a fan from a follower or just like a friend <laughs> from a follower, they will follow you um, or at least respect where you're going and cheer you on. And I think anyone else that is like, oh, she's not talking about that anymore, unfollow. Like they were never really, you know, this is so cliche. They were never really a true fan anyway. And they're, I think them like leaving is creating more space for you to receive more actual like 
people that are there to cheer you on and support you. So it's like, okay, I'm releasing all these people that don't care, support me so I can bring in more. So there's a lot of energetic component going on and you can see my hands flying everywhere. But yeah, and just knowing that I'm staying true to myself, like, cause I, I just, ra I wrestled, I wrestled with that idea of like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I should do this. What will everybody think? But like, I just didn't care because I just felt so stuck and stagnant. Like, I didn't want to talk about like this topic anymore. I want to talk about this, but what will people think? Oh, but I will feel so much liberated and, and more like me and authentic. And when I actually talk about this and then I did it and I was like, yes. And then I just kept doing it. So yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I really think that you're just like shedding and sh shedding all these layers or like, sh like, oh, I'm showing you guys more about me. And it, it really brings more people to you. So for anyone who's listening, who's like scared of, of showcasing these or like making these pivots, actually, yeah, it'll make, maybe it will maybe even turn a follower into a true fan because they're like, wow, like, I can relate with you so much more. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I even had people like that were like, "Oh my God, I'm so excited you're talking more about mindset." I like secretly wish you would you would have talked about that more because I was just talking about like blogging business, and I was like, "Okay, I'm on the right track. People actually want to hear this from me." So it was it's nice to like hear to get feedback from people. So I think like sharing the journey is also really important, not just for like marketing purposes, but just for like your mindset and your confidence. Yeah, I think you, you tend to attract people that resonate with you as opposed to like what you do. Like that goes for like anyone who builds a personal brand or an online business. So like a lot of times, if you change your focus a little bit, chances are a lot of your followers are already into that stuff because they're the kind of people who would vibe with you, who would be your friends in your life. Um, and that's really awesome. And then the people who, who aren't going to vibe with it will leave and like, that's fine. We shouldn't fear losing those followers. Um, and um, your pivot um, gave me permission to sort of explore different areas that I could be more fulfilled in my business. So a lot of times when you have the courage to be like, no, I actually want to talk about this now. Some of your followers might be like, oh, she's doing this and I admire her. So I can now follow what I, I now have permission to follow what I'm really passionate about doing. Yeah. And I feel like we just have been trained to think that it's bad to change because everybody else thinks it's bad to change and they don't talk about other things. So it's kind of like, okay, let's carve our own path right now. And this is a great example. I inspired Fran. So yay, go me. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people in our audience, I think, are kind of just starting out or dipping their toes in their, in the, into freelancing. And um, I get a lot of questions about like, okay, well, what if I want to like do social media and also like design or I, I just an SEO and like, I want to offer everything. Um, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. Um, what would you say to someone who's just overwhelmed by all of the options when it comes to starting a freelance business? Yeah. And I, that's a really good question. Cause I like, I have like, I clearly have a nine to five still. So I, I feel like I do have more Liberty Liberty to experiment because I do have that financial safety net. Um, and then I, I talk to clients and students who, you know, like one student I have, she, she has her business, but she's also trying to delve into more of like what she's really interested in and what she wants to do, which is a little bit different than what she's currently doing, even though I helped her kind of blend them together, which you secretly, you, you can do that. But I, I understand like for freelancing, it's like the, the narrative is you need to be, you know, really niched and like specific and help you know, I do this and be known for this, which I think there's definitely like, there's a bit of truth to that. Um, or like from a strategy standpoint, um, that's 
like good. And I think when you're just starting out, like you're, you're experimenting. So just consider it an experiment. It's like, okay, so I, I love all of these things. I love social media. I want to do branding. I want to do website design. And I know like I've followed Krista for the past two years and she's been figuring that out too. And I think like eventually like you will work your way to a point from all of this experimenting where you can niche down. And I think Krista finally like found like her sweet spot, which is like, yay. So I think just like experimenting but like experimenting on one thing and just focusing on like the one thing and if you love it keep doing it if it works keep doing it and then if it doesn't work and you don't like it okay it's tr let's try something else yeah yeah kind of like the um like the Marie Kondo method like right. just say thank you for the experiment and then wish it goodbye yes <laughs> I love it I love when we brought Marie Kondo into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, experimenting is totally the way to go because um, there is still no like true roadmap to building an online business. Everybody has a totally different story and it's still a very new like area to be building a career. So experimentation is so, so key when it comes to this stuff. And um, how do you know like when it's time to change things up or how do you know when something isn't really the right direction for you? Yeah. And I feel like don't get to the point where you're just like so burned out. So I think just being aware of like how you're feeling. Like I'm a chronic journaler. I love journaling. It's great for my for my mental health and it's great for like my business strategy. That's when I actually get like ideas for things. So I think just and I, you don't have to like journal your thoughts, but just find time to like check in with yourself and like ask like how are you feeling like Sheila or you know I, just trying to find balance so you're avoiding getting to the point of burnout because that has happened to me like <laughs> you heard my story earlier when I was like all my pivots they were they I, they happened because I was burned out because I wasn't you know checking in with myself and I was putting like all of my eggs into one basket and then it just got to a point where I was just burned out I wasn't having fun so like asking yourself am I tired like am I exhausted like physically and like mentally like just checking with yourself and then like am I is this fun like if you're sitting down to write a blog post on a topic and you're forcing yourself to do it which I found myself doing many times red flags so maybe like keeping aware of like all of these red flags um and if you're really feeling like that itch to go do something and it just keeps coming up and you keep thinking about it you're thinking about it in the shower it, you're seeing signs people are like like just like you know different things like that's a message so maybe explore that a little bit so yeah <laughs> totally um even for me like i um started a youtube channel because i thought it was like going to be really good for people to find like my expertise and, and want to hire me eventually um but it wasn't really fun for me like uh, at the end of the day it like made me start hating video editing <laughs> um and so i've it's really yeah it's been really fun to like kind of like okay this isn't fun um let's try yeah. something else to fill my time and so then yeah it's work becomes like not necessarily a chore but like something i look forward to every day yeah you should be having fun in your business and like um i read a book somewhere i forget what it was but they said like it what they said really stuck out to me they were like i've never known anyone who's lived a full and happy life but hated their job like it's so like we we put such a strain on like okay like you have to do something that's really lucrative something like I understand that but like you spend so much of your time at work 
and especially if you if you're building a business like why would you just keep doing something that you don't love like it doesn't make any sense because it's how most of your life is going to go into it so it's so important yeah just because like strategy experts and whatever say like oh you have to do this if it's yeah if you're checking in with yourself and you aren't like excited by it then it's okay to step away from that yeah, and I'm I'm a journaling nerd too. Um, so I'm just curious, Sheila. Um, like, do you have any like journaling practices that can help people check in with how they're feeling regularly in their business? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So I mean, you and I both follow the moon cycles, so that's that's been a practice for me that's really helped me check in. So like the moons the moon phases are yang and yin. Yang is like doing energy where I'm like, work, like I'm working, I'm doing stuff, like working on my business. And then after the yang, clearly there needs to be a rest period. So like, that's when the yin phase where I'm like resting, restoring, you know, receiving and taking time for myself. So just implementing that into my life the past two years has really helped me check in with myself. And that's when I check in <laughs> with myself. Um, and I think for like questions, just asking you know literally asking how do you physically feel right now and it might be really hard i mean it was really hard for me to just sit and like feel like i don't know what i feel like uh but like if you keep doing it and then like journaling oh actually my head hurts right now or like i feel a tightness in my chest and like actually kind of exploring those and giving yourself the time to kind of explore those and also just like mentally how do you feel i'm stressed I'm pissed, I'm angry, I'm happy. And just like kind of why, why do I feel happy? Why do I feel sad? And just like kind of like being like a child and ask like, why, why, why? And then kind of just keep going and then everything will spew on the page, um, theoretically, so. <laughs> I love it. I love the, um, the reason I love following the moon so much is because of the yin, yin and yang, because so much of society is like, go, go, go. Like you should be working, working, working all the time. But if you're going to live your life like that, first of all, you're never going to have time to check in with yourself. And then you're going to like pick your head up a year from now and be like, how did I get here? And second of all, even yeah. if it's something you really love, you're going to burn out. Like that's just going to happen. Um, so that's a really, really good tip. Even if you don't want to follow the moon, like just make sure you're building in time away from work because it's the time away from work that you really find clarity on like the, the feminine informs masculine as the spiritual people would say. Um, it's where you find your clarity. Yeah, and I read something on Twitter the other day that was even saying like, oh, our podcast's a distraction. Like, is all of, like all of this stuff that we're like listening to, it's kind of like a distraction from checking in with ourselves. So um, just like reminding yourself to like take a break. Like Sheila, you just did a social media or Instagram detox for five days. And like just, yeah, taking, letting yourself like step back so you can like, do that check-in with yourself um is really important yeah I, people always say like multitask listen to podcasts while you're like doing dishes but like that's time when you can check in with yourself like when you're doing the dishes I just I love silence and like I it's just I that's time for me to like check in with myself so yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just implemented this new practice for the Mercury retrograde where I don't touch my phone for like the first like 
three hours in the morning because I get up really early. So like I go out to my porch and I just like watch the sun come up and like it's just so nice to just sit there and be quiet because normally in those hours I would be listening to a podcast and like you don't really have to start your day out like with other people's voices in your head. Um. Oh my god yeah I love that. (laughs) I think like I like when I started my personal development spiritual journey it's like I'd start the morning like I'd brush my teeth I would listen to like a podcast episode and but now it's just I don't touch my phone like at all like until I feel like I, I go through my morning routine and then I like and allow myself to check Instagram so it's like I have to meditate first I have to do yoga first I journal it's like I go through those things and then it's like okay I went through my checklist which is like very type a which is very me but then I'm allowed to get my reward which is like getting on social media which I think is a good it's a good it's a good thing for me (laughs) yeah that's a really good way to approach it um so yeah um one of the uh, mistakes that can easily be made during a pivot is allowing yourself to burn out before you realize it's time to pivot um so like going back to like your most recent pivot what are some other things that you um feel like you could have done better next time or you would advise other people to do better um and then some of the things that you feel like went really well in your most recent pivot yeah such good questions so things that could have been better um I feel like in the beginning I was trying to it was this is like a mindset thing I was running away from the business side of things because I had resentment towards that identity and that box I had put myself into and it's like I don't want to talk about business anymore I don't want to talk about blogging anymore I think I even made a declaration on Instagram where I was like I'm not talking about this anymore and people were like oh my god and it, it was so liberating for me at that point but then like that was the very early stages of my pivot and then like as I continued working through like what actually my new like business was going to look like it had to have the business stuff in it because that is me and it's like I wanted to have all of me like be the new business and the new brand and I have knowledge in business I know a few things and you know that's what people come to me for and that really helped so like integrating that into more of the purpose work and the mindfulness stuff and the personal growth work and just like having that blend really allowed me to find that sweet spot and that's what I do now so if you like don't avoid like clearly (laughs) honor the avoidance which I did for a while and you know if you're running okay keep running but just know like don't run away from it or like check in with yourself and ask you why you're running away that I like had to like ask myself why am I resenting like this side of like my business and who I who I am um and then I went through all of that inner work and then I was like okay we can like actually have this on my like services page now um so that's like the more of a mindset thing and I feel like a strategy like actual thing um so what I initially I didn't end up doing this so so I didn't do this but I was about to do this and I'm really glad I didn't do this was I wanted to like I was relaunching like I was creating a new website um and I wanted to like have a have a big launch and I wanted to have like two to three new blog posts and you know a new freebie and like all of these things like to launch and then I was just like wait I'm also designing a new website I was moving from WordPress to Squarespace which was like epic in itself but and I also needed to write all of these blog posts and like create a new freebie and I was just like no I I just if I can just create the actual web page have the essential pages like the home page and you know the about and contact and you didn't you don't even need a work with me page so that was like an extra thing that I actually was able to to get up was a work with me page just having the bare like bones and the copy and everything 
and I launched and like it was it was very stress-free I think I spent like a month like with the design and like the copy like on the actual building website and then that was it so don't like put a million things on your launch list if you know you don't have enough time because I would have burned myself out trying to launch with all of these things so yeah that's really good advice. Even people, if even if you're not pivoting and this is your first business, like yeah. you don't need 8 million things in order to launch. You can literally just have a website or like a landing page and then you've launched <laughs> and yeah. you can, you can be happy with that. So. Yeah. So, and I think this goes into like what, what actually went well with my pivot. Cause what I didn't do as well was kind of get stuck in hiding my like journey of pivoting and like just working on my website and then launching so what i actually did was i eased into the pivot or this can even go with if you're starting a business just like like start with little spurts people think you need to like have a website or just some kind of landing page to like make money online and start a business and i realized that was just busy work for like i had to not be stuck and i need to like work on my website first before i can actually launch mm -hmm. services so what i did was just confirmed in my heart that yes this is what's happening and then i started kind of sharing more content related to that on instagram so i really just started out on instagram and it was kind of like experimenting it was like market research i was like okay let's i want to talk about this see how people react and then I was able to get like content ideas for the website from that without doing all of this crazy work. And another thing that really helped with the pivot was just being open with my audience and sharing that entire journey with them, which they love being part of that. Um, and I, I booked a new client without a website. It was just because I was on, I was sharing, Hey, I have this new service. This is what I'm doing now. If let's work together. And I, yeah, so yes. <laughs> That's so amazing. Yeah. Um, so, so something that someone could do who's listening to this podcast is go to where like you have a following or if you're just starting out on Instagram, then put this in like an Insta highlight or something and um, just put your services and what you're doing, like show a little bit of a sneak preview to potential clients and, um, and don't stress out about having the perfect website or having a website up um, in the first place because yeah, you're right you don't necessarily need a website to sign a sign your first client and you don't even need a sales page because I would have got <laughs> tripped up thinking I needed an entire sales page and I, I didn't have a sales page I just literally got on sales calls it's like I didn't have awesome. anything so yeah. it's like, it can be easy if you let it be easy your sales page <laughs> is only as good as your connections are like it's only as good as the leads that you would send to that sales page um, which a lot of times, if you have a really loyal audience, then which you probably had, you you don't really have to like write like thousands of words of copy in order to get them to want to buy something from you. Yeah, so I think leveraging your current audience because I was trying to run away from my audience too. So it's like earlier I said I was running away from like the business side of things, and I was like I was trying to run away from my audience too because I think there was a lot of shame in the fact that I was like changing and I was just like, oh, I don't want anybody to see me. Like I'm, they probably think I'm a failure. A lot of, I talk a lot about that stuff in the blog posts as well, but I think it was just a lot of shame in the fact that, oh, Sheila's changing, which is like totally a stigma that society has placed on us. Yes. It's, it's it okay is. to change. Yeah. Totally. 
Yeah, and I think um, just like being in this industry for two years now, like everyone does it. Everyone changes. Everyone goes through their pivots. So it's it's a totally normal thing, and it's it's really great because it's like out in the open as well, and it's not like hidden or anything like that. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sheila. It has been so much fun to connect with you, and th- I'm really excited to share this with our audience. They're going to get so much out of this. Um, you're so like tapped in and you're so wise and <laughs> oh thank yeah. no thank you guys so much for asking me to be on here it's it's been nice to like I think this is the first time I was able to like like really tell tell the story like <laughs> on a podcast episode so this has been really like good for me too so and of course for anyone listening I hope this was helpful and just you know you can relate to any or any aspects of this and just know that if you're just true to yourself that that's at the end of the day that's that's all you need to do. So, and that's kind of just like my mantra, which be true to yourself. So cliche, but be true to yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, this uh, this episode really reminded me, reminded me, and I think it's going to remind our listeners that it's important to schedule in those um, check-ins with yourself, so you can like be um, assessing, like, okay, is what I'm doing is this making me is this making me happy, or or do I feel like I'm dragging my feet? And then to also like check in and make sure that you have that balance, so that you avoid getting to to burnout. So. And um, maybe this is just because I'm like a, from a family of workaholics, but I, I've, finding that balance is like a daily struggle. Like I think that I'm making an improvement and then all of a sudden, like I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, so just, yeah. I'm yeah, it's, it. <laughs> it's a daily thing and not to get mad at yourself when you like fall off course. It's just like, okay, it's like the daily thing, like you said. Yeah, it's totally yeah. easy to fall into perfectionism with the idea of letting yourself rest like then you can get down on that it's it's a vicious cycle (laughs) be nice to yourself (laughs) totally and so Sheila um how can our listeners connect with you yeah so definitely go follow me on Instagram at in search of Sheila and go to my new website it's sheilajoy.co and you can connect with me there Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to the podcast. It was so much fun. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Aloha.